Go, go, Joe. Go, go, Joe. Go, go, Joe. Hello, and welcome back to the Go, 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 Joe podcast. In this podcast, we are dissecting and analyzing every song and scene from the 1999 film adaptation of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I am one of your hosts, Avital. I'm Abigail. I'm the other one. And today we are discussing Joseph's coat. Um, full discretion, dear listener, I have about 25 notes on this one scene. And when was the last time you ever made notes? By hand? Yeah. <laughs> Years. Yeah. <laughs> How many notes do you have? I didn't count. Oh. And I put them on my phone, so... <laughs> yeah. So we start off with, in a surprise twist, <laughs> Richard Attenborough... Singing. Singing. Actually singing. Yeah. Amazing. I forgot he does that in this <laughs> He actually does sing. <laughs> it's about, all about his dead wife. He has to sing about her. And then he sings his two lines about how Joseph reminds him of his dead wife and that's why he's his favourite, which is... Interesting. I mean, especially biblically, because you know Benjamin was also... Yeah, it's also interesting how like even in in the Pasuk, in the in the scripture, it says that Joseph was his Ben Skunim, which is youngest child, even though Benjamin was yeah. alive. <laughs> and he's But the Benjamin has a whole weird bit where he gets called a different name by Rachel. It's a whole thing a whole where thing. she's she she's very distressed giving birth to a baby that's killing her. And she calls him something not so nice, and then Benjamin, and then Jacob has to change it, and so he becomes he becomes Ben Yamin, which is the son of my right hand. So he doesn't really have his own, you know, personality. No, he's just Rachel's other son. Yeah, Joseph's one full. Jacob, brother. Jacob probably did forget about him a lot of the time. Yeah, because he was so obsessed with Joseph being so like his mother. Yeah. We checked after last episode, and the thing that Jacob is holding is supposed to be a picture of Rachel, but you can't really tell from looking at it, it genuinely just looks like a picture of Donny Osmond, and that's what I want to think that it is. So he's just holding this little, like, wooden thing that's a picture of his wife, and he's, like, showing it to him, and they're, like, sitting next to each other, and just, like, here, look, and would you look at this, like, doing they're full... Doing acting. Doing full stage acting while the camera is not on. <laughs> it is zooming in on Maria Friedman. Um, which is really fun. That's a really fun shot. There's a lot of fun shots in this. In this whole song, in the film in general, but this song is really when it gets fun with the comedic shots. Yeah. And with Maria Friedman just, like, laser focusing on you through the camera <laughs> so it's all it's zooming in on her and then it cuts to the brothers but, but right before it cuts to the brothers comes this this whole film really likes the whole show but this film also really likes to make fun of the brothers so there's the line it made the rest feel second best and even if they were and she just gives this little like eyebrow out like well yeah they are less and then hard cut on the brother zoomed in and the camera's slightly zooming out. It's a nice little like and they're singing. They're singing. They are mugging to the camera. Of course. Again, stage actors. It's on camera. Delightful actually. I quite like mm -hmm. it. And it's also really funny how like 
she then goes into the middle of them in the middle group and they all like walk away yeah. but then they come back <laughs> it's like an, another thing, another thing. <laughs> we're great guys like it's so cute and then Joseph's charm and winning smile this entire just little, little it's really nicely choreographed it's so funny of like all of them be like hey I'm gonna kill you. And they're all doing like hand slapping and little games and then behind his back. They're all like, I'm gonna murder you. And they do a weird like baseball thing. With, yeah, with the crook. With the crook. And I'm not... The I'm, shepherd's crook. Yeah. And you know when the next time I ever saw that kind of thing was? No. High School Musical 2. <laughs> I don't dance. So they try to decide who's gonna play first. And they do the weird hand on top of the hand thing. what they're doing? I don't know, because the only other time I saw it was in High School Musical 2. But whatever game they're playing, Joseph wins, which is another point against him. Yeah, it looks like Zebulon is about to whack him over the head <laughs> with the crook. If you want to have a fun time in this movie, in this, in this number, but in this entire movie, just watch a different brother mm -hmm. every time. Because they're all mugging and having fun. And like doing the most, if you just find one brother to focus on each number, they all have their own personalities that come through, and they clearly like all knew what their particular role was. Yeah, this. it's really cute. Yeah. Um, I love the moment of, <laughs> and their father couldn't see the danger. He just waving hello boys <laughs> jacob just waving at his kids like oh you're so like he can see that they're trying to murder him and he's just like yay <laughs> which is a point to bring up about the danger which rhymes with danger which is not the first sin tim rice brings in this song and their father couldn't see the danger he could not imagine any danger yeah it's not good and not, it and it gets worse it's not a rhyme he just yeah. saw in joseph all his dreams Dreams motif. Yes, dream. very important. And then there's like this kiss, kiss on the beat, which which I thought was a bit much for British people. Having, yeah, yeah. Poor like, Richard Attenborough having to to be kiss. in close con proximity with other men with an American. Yeah, <laughs> God forbid. Mm. And then he, when he shows him the coat and it's just zoomed in to Jacob's hands yeah. over Joseph's eyes and they reveal and he's just like what. <laughs> What? Wow! <laughs> Danny Osmond's childlike wonder. It's so funny. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then we have another great rhyme. Bought a coat. Bought and coat don't rhyme. Nope. To so rise. Jacob bought his son a coat. I will mention this nest line because, as far as I know, from what I can remember, Jake. Uh, Joseph's coat was elegant, the cut was fine, and he never sang again. <laughs> and Richard Attenborough spoke the rest of his lines. <laughs> he refused to sing anymore. Alright, he did it. He put in the, maybe that was in his contract too. <laughs> you can only sing three lines. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Those are the three I've chosen. Can we talk about how ugly <laughs> the coat actually is? <laughs> like not only is this this mishmash of colors but then the weird like fabric beads yeah the buttons are very garish then it's got this collar going this standing collar going on that's black and it's it's got a lot of um like ornate threading on it yeah it's, it's, 
and then and then between all the different colors you've got you've got all these thick black lines it's and really ugly and then you've got the these bits of the fabric that are sort of rainbow tie-dyed almost it's, it's and like a lot and previous iterations of the coat aren't better that's the thing no. this is an improvement it, it's really living up to the Technicolor Dreamcoat aspect of it. Yes. I mean, and to be fair, that specific design from the um, from the revival, from the London revival, mm. is pretty iconic. Like, yeah. every production who does it kind of has to make that coat. It's a shame it's so hideous. <laughs> like, and which is interesting, like, in, do we want to talk the Bible stuff now? Just quickly, because the bit... In the Bible is literally a line long. <laughs> it's just it says um, he it was says, his favorite, and he got him a striped coat. Yeah, a striped kutonet, which like an overgarment, really. Yeah, and in modern Hebrew, a kutonet is like a form of dress, or like usually it is most colloquially used as like a nightgown. But again, that's probably um, based on how they use it. Here. Of course, I'm saying colloquially, just yeah. we're having some Hebrew lessons on Yeah, it's fun. But like, I don't, is this like a, just a, 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 a like an English translation Bible thingy that it's multicolored? I don't know where that came from. Why? Is it, it's just supposed to be striped. I never read the King James, sorry. Oh, I don't know. We're too Jewish for this. Yeah. <laughs> he just, like, it's supposed to just be striped. He's just supposed to look like a Holocaust guy. Like <laughs> They're also not supposed to sing about it for four minutes. Okay, come on. Let's, let's be real. They probably were. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, when they put the coat on him and, and the narrator goes to help him with his wig and she's just so careful with it because she knows if she lifts it up too much it'll just come flying off. And another thing about this wig that I notice in this lighting of like daylighting <laughs> is like they tried to give the wig like more depth of color of like because you know usually your hair isn't just one block of color but it's just like the like first layer on each side is just a lighter shade. It's just a chunk of a lighter shade of brown and like that's not what hair looks like and of course after he puts on the coat he's like wow and just goes hard like really loudly over the mix it's he's great very... again do it again it's great <laughs> like And it's like the music's still going, and it's like, it's great! Like, it doesn't fit in at all. Hardest American accent. <laughs> like, so, oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> um, and then we get the choreography. So it's it's fun. They 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 really did some 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 cool stuff with it. You've got all the concubines dancing around him with their swishy skirts, which yeah. it makes it look like um they're sort of doing Sufi dancing, whirling dervishes. Look it up. Yeah. Um, and then he's also doing it because his coat has kind of panels going on, which come up later. Yeah, and. As a kid, I was, like, really surprised at, whoa, colors on these women's dresses. Like, because all the shots beforehand, it just looks like they're wearing black dress. So they lift up their skirts, and you see these, like, multi, like, printed color, like, yeah. not hard colors, mainly just printed underskirts, and these, like, bright red cowboy boots. They're great. 
And I remember as a kid just being like, oh, this is unexpected. Mm-hmm. And they're all dancing, and it's pretty lovely. It looks nice. It's not very complicated, but, you know, it's like hairography, but with skirts. It's, yeah. it's it has, effective. It's effective. And then, and then there's just Maria Friedman. Maria Friedman, you are going to be the death of me. In a cut above the rest, it even went, well, she's just sitting there, hand on her cheek, barreling down the camera, looking like she knows the secrets of the universe, that you are too young and too silly to understand, that you cannot comprehend. She's looking at me as if she's x-raying me with her eyes. Why are you so intense? You are singing about a coat! I mean, the bit about her singing about it going well with her vest, like, this coat goes with nothing. First of all. Yeah. And secondly, you reminded me of an, of an earlier line where they talk about his sheepskin days were gone. He's not wearing sheepskin. No. He was in the original. In fact, all the brothers at some point were. Oh, yeah. And the sheepskins were, were, were bountiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that's a point against them. Because uh, yep. suddenly the song makes no sense. Yeah. Throughout the song, there are occasional cuts back to the kids in the audience to remind us that this is a school play. And eventually the kids start singing along to the song. They are the voices of the chorus, along with the concubines. And there's just this one shot where they're all singing on awe, and there's just one kid in the left-hand side that just looks like he's yawning really, really big. Like, he just has a huge yawn, but he just probably was told, okay, kids, now go ah. Only he sort of goes, oh. He just goes, oh. He just looks like he's in the middle of a yawn. And they just used that take. Um, Just a reminder, don't work with kids on films. Ever. Don't work with kids. Or animals. Like, everyone knows this. Nope. Bad idea. Um, And then there is a, like, cinematography-wise, a shot that I really like. It's really cool. Of all the brothers, like, coming out from behind a tree. And they all just fully like spread out like these 11 guys all behind one tree and of course it's forced perspective and something like that but it's still a really cool effect of all of them just like going out we have never liked him all and i'm sorry how is the phrase got our goat is that a thing i i it is a thing i'm like why is it in this i mean foreshadowing coat and goat Some of, some of the phrases that are thrown into this are also points against Tim Rice. But, um, but there is a point to him, which is, and when Joseph graced the scene, his brothers turned a shade of green. Is that what he's saying? Grace the scene? I think so. Okay, not raise the scene. No, I'm pretty sure it's graced yeah. the scene. His brothers turned a shade of green. I like it. It's stupid, yeah. but it's cute. And then he immediately ruins all that good grace by... His astounding clothing took the biscuit. Quite the smoothest person in the district. <laughs> it feels very British, though, that bit. Yeah. I don't care, I hate it. But what redeems it is, again, Maria Friedman just, like, popping her blazer, just being like, his astounding clothing took the biscuit. Just, like, looking super smooth and fly. Oh, <laughs> she's having so much fun. I also do like the rhyme about the brothers talking about themselves being also rounds. Yes. Um, Does not make them Joseph fans. Yeah, I I quite like that bit as well. It's cute. This entire number is very cute. 
stupid but cute. And then they all grab a panel of Joseph's coat to remind you you are in a, you are in a primary school. You're primary school. They spread it out. It's PE. It's PE. You get one of those big parachute things that you're not supposed. You're only supposed to go under. You're not supposed to go over. Even though that's the only thing you ever wanted to do is just be flung yeah. up. You wanted the smallest child in the class. Were you the smallest I child? I was. Oh, you wanted to be that. Oh one. yes. Yeah. I wanted to be the center and be flung up into heaven. And they're all turning around while Joseph is singing, I look handsome, I look smart, and they're all mugging to the audience. And it's very, very obviously the audience, because you're seeing the kids, you're seeing this, and you're like, oh, it's a kid's show. These men, yeah. they're, they're playing to the kids in the front row, they're having a good time. They're all sticking their tongues out, it's very They're cute. all like, you know, doing like, like we're gonna kill him We're gonna gestures. kill him gestures, cutting the throat. It's delightful. And then reality... <laughs> and the children in the auditorium stand up and run on stage going through a shimmery blue portal of a thing it probably poisoned them right but definitely a poison cloud because it turns their white school shirts interesting colors not not in any realistic way please describe it <laughs> We're looking at it right now. So there's a blue line, and all the kids are running through. And every kid that pops through, they—it's just them in their white shirts, but they edited over in like MS Paint <laughs> and just like drew over their shirts in different solid colors. And whenever you cut back to like Joseph dancing in the desert, they're all wearing like really colorful clothing, just but regular outfits, regular nineties-looking outfits. Exactly, like, nothing is regular about it, but like. It's not our school uniform, but poorly edited in post to be a solid color. And then they cut back to it, and you're cutting back. Anyway, the kids all run on stage. I hated this part as a kid. I hated it because yeah. it broke reality. Oh, okay. Because I I'm mean, like, what is happening? What do you mean? This isn't real. You can't do this. <laughs> I mean, I really... I mean, I, I thought it was fun. I probably just wanted to be one of those kids. And then they're all dancing around them. They're all, they're all dancing a hola. Yeah, around <laughs> yeah, they're doing circle dancing. They're doing circle dancing, and they all are dressed. This is ninety nine, right? This is the end of the nineties. Yeah, they're all dressed the most nineties that you've ever nineties. Everybody's wearing a hat or yeah. a bonnet or a bandana. Like, there's this one girl that has, like, this little straw hat with a flower. Oh my god, I used to have one. Yeah, yeah, everyone used to have one. I used to have a bandana, so I always identified with red bandana kid. I mean, I half expected that they would have the revival of the jelly shoes that was the late 90s. Oh, that would have been amazing. But they might be. Yeah, I can't really tell. No, every kid has, like, one outfit color. Like, they're all, like, in different colors, but it's all, like fun clothing like it's not a school uniform it's just like ooh, yeah. fun day out clothing and they're all dancing in circles and joseph is like we i'm having fun and this is not good if you're trying to paint joseph as like an arrogant prick because you put him with children and he's just like a charming guy and everybody's having a good time yeah it's it's not super well thought out but then this was a work in progress from the beginning yes you know. and here is when the one of the uh, musical theater kid flexes comes off. Is can you do all of the colors in in Joseph's coat? Because you know you got it was red and yellow and green and brown and blue. You got that. That's yeah, good. That's, that's the original that's line. The original. 
and it's good. Is, is this the one Tim Rice says he didn't actually write? I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. <laughs> and that's the one everyone remembers. Yeah. And then it goes with the whole list as Joseph is pointing at each of the kids. Each one that he points at is the wrong color that he is saying. He points at a kid dressed in pink and says brown. He, he points at a girl dressed in yellow and says peach. It's... Is Donny Osmond colorblind? That would be very funny. That would be very funny. I need to know this. If or is it knows. just... It might just be the choreographies. You just didn't pay you, attention. You're just doing your thing. You're just pointing. Yeah. And then the octave up and and purple and white and pink and orange and blue. All the lighting goes blue. Yeah, it's so cool. And all the kids are back in the audience and reality breaks again. <laughs> and they're all cheering. They're all cheering because they were just applauding a number that they were in. Yeah. Oh, I love this scene. I love it so much. So, musically speaking, there isn't that much to talk about because after the 69 version, which again is the original, it's mostly consistent. Like the 69 is all in third person. It's all sung from the narrator's perspective. So it's him, there, Joseph, he was Jacob's favorite son. Like it's all, he's just talking about them. It's much slower, and it skips, it, it not skips, the first two, the first didn't exist it didn't yet. Twist. <laughs> so it goes right into uh, getting, so Jacob bought his son a coat. It jumps right to that. Because that line was the important one. Yeah. That, that was the one they didn't have to fix. No, we don't know Nothing it. wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then obviously later they wanted to expand a bit more on the brothers, and the wrong time so uh we add all the bit about the brothers and whatnot um something that's interesting throughout like different versions is perspectives changing like i said sometimes it's third person sometimes it's first person and lines that move from character to character like in different versions there are different parts like where it used to be the narrator singing, now it's the brother singing, or it used to be the brother singing, and now it's the narrator singing, and now it's jo Joseph singing. Like, the perspectives kept changing, and I wonder why. Like, did, I mean, they could just sort of do what they want with it, right? I guess it, yeah, I guess. Maybe it just depended on the staging yeah. of, like, that particular um, version. It's so frustrating that, like, we don't have filmed version of everything, because, <laughs> like, that would be so much better, but what you gonna do? Um, <laughs> something that I was is always very funny to me about this number musically are the harmonies or the backup vocals because again this was written for children for young boys to sing which means that there's really really high harmonies going on in the background like it's so high and obnoxious that like even like it's so obviously meant for a kid a boys choir and then at the very end, with the with the colors, ah, like it's so high and obnoxious for no reason. And there, I highly doubt that at any point, if this was performed by children, that it had ever sounded good. Oh well, you know when we looked up those uh, cantonas, uh, that's not right. <laughs> the cantonas, the yeah. cantonas. Not 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 um not French footballers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
yeah, you can look at kids' productions and it's incomprehensible what's going on. Unnecessary and awful. Why, Andrew? And this is from the very first iteration. Are these ridiculous harmonies? And then you think about the review they got. <laughs> we went we went over that. Went over that. There are many things that we are going to be repeating yeah. in this podcast, like Maria Friedman fucking the camera with her eyeballs and the ridiculous That's harmonies. Important. They're all very important, but we don't need to repeat things that must not be mentioned more than once. Um other than that, it's uh, also, same key as it was when it was sung by a man, and I do, I must admit, this is so much better when it's sung by a woman. It just pops so much more and sounds less bored. It's also because yeah. of the stylistic changes, like, once it moved to London and Broadway, the style then, I guess, or just what this, these singers brought to it is very scoopy. It's a choice. There is a really cute moment in the Broadway version from 1982 where Jacob sings uh, and Joseph was my joy because he reminded me of her and you just hear all the brothers in the background going blah but in the um, in the original Broadway one they, they're experimenting because it's a woman doing it for the first time mm-hmm. the narration um, so what what's the bit where the brothers turn a shade of green? Yes. So here, again, because it's the same key as it was when sung by a man, and this poor singer has to sing this H of the week, she decided to what we call opt down, uh, choosing a vocal line that is lower than uh, the usual one just because it is easier to sing. So instead of doing... Um, and when Joseph graced the scene, his brothers turned a shade of green. Which is higher and more annoying, and I don't think I'm in the right key, but whatever. So she does, uh, and when Joseph graced the scene, his brothers turned a shade of green. It's a choice. It's an interesting choice. I think it's cute. Also, is fitting with the singer's vocal. I do not remember Beecham. Yeah, Lauren Beecham. Yeah. Yes. So it's a lot more fitting with Lauren Beecham's general style and what she brought to the role of like a lot more scooping, a lot more gliding, a lot more sliding, a lot more glissando. Um, and a ton of ridiculous belting, don't get me wrong, but like there's only so much you can do in one show. Um, so yeah, all around, this is a really funny, funny, funny number. A lot of lovely little moments in it. Both in the film, cinematically, and in the lyrics. Yeah. And it did give us, you know, an iconic musical theater thing of it was red and yellow and green and brown and scarlet, black and ochre and peach and ruby and olive and violet and bobbin and violet and gold and chocolate and mullet and green and crystal and silver and rose and ash and lemon and rose and green and purple and white and green and orange and blue. (laughs) It also means that um, people really don't know that you can really tell when people don't know their Bible. (laughs) <laughs> because they assume it is a multicolored coat. Yep. And it's it not. really isn't. It's really not. Um, but it is more fun that way. It is, yeah. And, you know, now it's not only a technicolor coat, it's a dream coat. Yeah. Your dreams. And we will get to the dreams in our next oh. episode. <laughs>